welcome back to Bumper to Bumper. I just woke up. What? Just you just woke, woke up. up and rolled yeah. right? What time do you get up in the morning? Well, it's 11 a.m. I get up at around now. It depends. Sometimes I wake up at 9 a.m. Sometimes I wake up at 11 a.m. What did you do? Well, good. Nine, this is good. You don't let me finish. Nine, no, because I, <laughs> I know where you're going. I know where you're going to go with it. Okay. Never I know forget. where you're. Never forget head, your alarm. I know. I know where your head goes every does time. Does my voice sound deeper? Because when I wake yeah, up, it, it sounds real deep. Like how you yeah. all doing? Come yeah, down to my bayou and have a nice crawl. Can we cue uh, like some bayou uh, music? Yeah, bayou music. Yeah. Hey, well, I want to welcome you all to Rick's Crab Shack and take a seat because when you're at Rick's Crab Shack, you get some of the finest, most delicious buttermilk crabs that the bayou has to offer. Yeah. And you know what's real fun is I also have crabs, the STD infection in Yay! my. Hey, how you the... doing, everybody? And I'm the Crab Shack's cook over here. My name is. Rick, cut the music. I notice that whenever I try to do anything, you yeah. just censor my ass. You just, you're like my little coach that I keep in my pocket. Oh, okay, fine. You know what? You want, you don't want me around? Good. Fucking no. give me a little genie thing, like a poof. I'm gone. Oh, that's going to be hard to find that poof, but you know what? I found it. So it's all good. Um, yeah. How you doing, Chris? Good morning. Good morning to you. How's everyone doing on the podcast? <laughs> Which is you and me. Chris, are you there? Hello? Oh, okay. I got to rub the uh, the genie lamp. All right. And I'm going to rub the genie lamp. <laughs> you have successfully rubbed the lamp of the genie. I will grant you three wishes. Your wish shall be my your command. You can't tell me what. Oh, my wish. Yeah, my wish. Yeah. Give All me right, some wishes. Uh, okay, a lifetime supply of Topo Chico that I never have to pay for. Boom. Um, I want to be able to have a fart so powerful that they don't rip my anus, but they allow me to fly uh, to my destination, so I never have to pay car insurance. I Boom. fart, and then I move. Okay, thank you. And then I would like to... Uh, um, I'd like to... Um, oh, man. It's too early. I'd like to... Um, Never mind. You just uh, get two wishes. Never no, mind. No, it's no, only no, two. No. no, sorry. <laughs> the genie grants you fart... Uh, what, uh, what is it? Fart uh, transportation skills and hey, wait, 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 a wait, lifetime wait, supply. No, you have enough. No, wait. No, speaking of farts, check this out. Oh, it didn't work. I usually have great morning farts, but I just almost pooped my pants trying to give that to you. That's disgusting. I'm just trying to like you know. I'm, what? My what brain, why? I why? Drink any you coffee? Do, what, what, I, well, go I'm make yourself up. a coffee. Go. Why? Why well, did? I'm warming dude, up the I espresso machine, and now my brain—it's uh, not working out. It's too early to do a dude, podcast. Dude, it's Monday morning right now. Okay. Why are we doing a podcast this early? Why can't we do it? Like, what are you doing? I've what? been up since seven o'clock this morning. Okay. What time do you wake up? I wake up at around seven, seven ten in the morning. Okay, I'm up. I've already do had you use two an cups alarm? of coffee. You, you just wake up. You yeah. just oh, your Internal eyes flick open. They go, "Good morning, world." Yeah, they wake up. 
Don't and you like to just go back to sleep, though, and be like, I can go back into this nice comatose state that feels like heroin. But I go to bed at, like, 11 o'clock at night, and then I wake up at 7. That's just how you I live my life. You go to bed before midnight? Dude, yeah. Dude, there's, like, you never... You what? just... Have you... What? Different strokes, you know, for, for different folks. Folks, exactly. Um, I, I always go to bed after midnight, like... Yeah, phew, Two, you love three, four a.m. I just—that's well, just how I go fall. I can't fall asleep before midnight. You know. So if you so you sleep, well, that makes sense. Then you're getting yeah okay. Boring ass podcast. Um, Rick, how are you doing, man? You're waking up. Um, you're gonna make yourself a coffee. It's Monday morning, and uh, I'd like to cue the Monday morning drive time. Can you cue some drive time music? Thank you very much. All right, oh, like uh, this, this is um, very good. This uh, is a your Monday morning drive time commute by Bumper to Bumper. It is crowded out there right now. We've got a uh, crowded. COVID's over. There's a lot of people, a lot of a traffic, lot of people, a lot of people lot of moving traffic. back uh-huh. in the office. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I want to give a shout out to all you people that are still on unemployment that could get a job, but you want to collect from Big Daddy government. Your time is coming. Your unemployment's ending in September, so we might as well get back into the car and get back over to the west side from the east side and get in that traffic and sit in that traffic and listen exactly. to this beautiful podcast yeah. uh-huh. get off yeah. your ass quit taking quit taking the money from the big government big government needs to give that money to jeff bezos and give it to all the big corporations and you shouldn't be getting that money from big government you need to be getting back out there getting back out there in your car getting over to the office getting in the office with the people doing a little secret santa what is your secret santa gift chris rick, what are you gonna rick, get what? rick you just totally railroaded my bit. You just fully took over the bit that I was doing, and you We're decided... We're doing the Monday morning podcast. We're, going across. We're still got the music going. Cue the drive-time music. Turn it off. I was doing a drive-time bit. I had a whole bunch of things planned, and you just came in there, and you were going like, you know, just, you know... Santa Claus. And then we're in Santa Claus land. Santa Claus was the first uh, conspiracy theory. In my opinion, he because, was uh, because he was yeah. the one that taught you to not trust authority. Yeah, exactly. And he also the whole idea of like. Can we talk about? Work. Can we talk about how you don't like Santa Claus? Yeah, I don't like Santa Claus. I think he's a demon. I think he's a demon. That he's uh, he. Uh, what is what? Are, what are we celebrating here? There's a weird old man pedophile coming down your chimney and giving your kids. Why do you, why, why he's not he's not any of those things he's an old why man Why is he putting kids on their lap and smiling all the time <laughs> What's up with him And there's like clones of him in every mall they just clone him they clone him out Have you seen these mall santas they look very We're not much even like at Santa. we're not even at conspiracy corner right now and you're already throwing conspiracies at the morning listener This is what happens right. when I don't have my my coffee in the morning my brain oh, is God. it's like it's like uh, ice Cute Darge coin music. All right. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah, go get yourself a fucking cup of coffee. All right, I'm going to go get coin. myself a coffee. Yeah, you go keep... get yourself. Exactly. You do, Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, Darge coin uh, is, is doing good, actually. We had a really strong week. We had some solid gains that were happening. Uh, you know, Bitcoin is kind of plateaued, uh, but Darge coin is doing really well because of a lot of the promotions that I've been uh, uh, orchestrating for Darge coin. Uh, like I've said to a lot of the listeners who've been following this podcast, we've been primarily working on getting, a, you know, a coin uh, related to some partnerships that are really pro Rick Darge, and that's why today I'm happy to, um, I'm happy to present 
the hell is the uh, the Dargecoin uh, Illy Espresso Italian Espresso uh, Coffee uh, that is uh, is is in co partnership with Dargecoin. Um, at the bottom of every can of Illy Coffee, you will find a um, a small little well basically you're going to find a token a QR code and if you scan it it will actually get you a discount code to uh, buy a Dargecoin at a very comparable rate so right now we're at uh, we're at four cents a coin which is doing really well and I think and I predict by the end of the week we're going to be um, at about well I'm hoping getting us to 12 uh, and a couple cortados along the way if you know what I mean um, but yeah, it, it, it's working really well. We also have a really cool ad campaign uh, for it. We've got a, a, a basically superimposed Rick's face onto um, uh, uh, Gerard Depardieu as he's driving around on a uh, Vespa scooter uh, in the south of France. And now I know what you're thinking. Uh, Gerard Depardieu, he's French, he's not Italian. Um, but that's why this is a really great partnership because, you know, uh, Rick's actual body type is that more of a Gerard Depardieu, you know, kind of like... Uh, bloated, overweight, even though Rick isn't, but it kind of just matches his neck uh, line pretty well. And so, more or less, you've got Gerard Depardieu with Rick Darge's face, sipping on a tiny little cortado. Can I get a little uh, Italian music playing right now? Because he's going from the south of France. Somehow, all of a sudden, bam, wow, he's in uh, he's in the, the coastal par parts of Italy. Uh, and we've got this uh, Gerard Depardieu body with a Rick Darge face. This is all the commercial. Uh, he's now just, you know, shoveling uh, Roman-style slices of pizza in his mouth. And, um, you know, in, in the way I see the campaign, uh, you know, ending is, you know, uh, we have this, uh, this bloated kind of beached Rick Darge. Uh, on in, uh, he's on the beach and he's complaining in, in French and in Italian. Uh, oh, I've got, uh, you know, I've got so much bloat. And then all of a sudden, a little crab walks up on the beach and it's got a can of Illy coffee um, on his head. And he says, uh, Buongiorno. And, uh, and uh, Rick eats the whole crab and the Illy coffee can. And then, like, uh, can you get some Super Mario coin sound effects? You know, doo -doo 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 -doo. he wakes up he becomes Rick with a crab body and a Rick face. Um, and then uh, the tagline, uh, Illy, uh, it's, uh, it's the little dargy you've been looking for. And then we, we concluded there. And um, like I said, yeah, we've been doing well with that campaign. Uh, it's going to be rolling out in Europe primarily. Um, I know we've gotten a lot of blowback pr uh, from the Nespresso people because I guess from what I understand, Clooney had a very similar ad campaign in mind, but we beat him to the chase, and I'm really excited for people to start seeing that commercial. That's going to be really good. Um, so I'm going to just cut uh, the um, Dargecoin music there because we're done. We're done with that segment, and uh, I get to have some much-needed time with you guys, my favorite um, podcast listeners. Uh, it's Monday uh, for me. I've got a nice week ahead of me. Um, lovely weekend. Uh, it was, um, helping out at my uh, friend's skate shop in Santa Monica, which was really great. Uh, but you know what is funny? And I, I guess I should talk to Rick about this. I haven't seen Rick in a long time. I haven't seen Rick in, 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 in weeks. We got to right, get a... shut the fuck up. I'm back, okay? Enough with the fucking Gerard Depardieu. I heard it all, okay? I'm bloated, all right? Sorry, I don't fucking have a nutritionist I pay a thousand dollars to. To tell me what the fuck histamines I can and cannot eat. Yeah. A, hey, look, man. I heard everything. I just couldn't respond because I was making my beautiful espresso. Let me tell you something. 
I'm about to drink this espresso right now, and the second half of the podcast is going to get better. And by better, I mean you're going to get roasted. (laughs) Uh, We haven't seen each other in person in a minute. I know. It's been a long time. Remember when you were single and you would call me every day and say, oh, hey, Rick. (laughs) I know. And now I, uh, you know, you got Ryan. I know. I know. I, I, uh... I I have fully lost. Um, Can we cue uh, romantic music? I want to get Chris to uh, describe the first time he laid eyes on his uh, beautiful girlfriend Ryan. And go ahead, Chris. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, it was uh, you know there was uh, a twinkle sound, uh, and then I just realized I was having um, a, a mild acid flashback. Uh, but I looked at Ryan, and uh, I just uh, I saw a little cupid, and it shot. A teeny little arrow uh, all the way, uh, and it didn't go to my heart. It went right in between my eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they took me out. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, no. We, it, it's been going great. She's lovely. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've just been so stoked. But I have also um, had, like, it's so funny because, like, when you're single, you just have so much more time. You know, yeah. and, and I, have, I have a lot of friends. I love hanging out with my friends. And um, for me, I love, um, I would love like just, you know, calling Rick on the phone. I mean, that's the idea of this podcast really was like Rick and I would get in these super long phone conversations. And so um, we thought we'd do the podcast that way. But then, yeah, I, I just have to say like with everything going on in my life and then you Cut add the a, music. Good. You add a, a girlfriend to the mix, especially one that you love hanging out with. Oh, boy. That's why you time move just in. Cu- time just, time just uh, evaporates. That's why Hillary and I moved in, because I was like, I'm sick and tired of driving to your fucking <laughs> house across town. Well, you guys lived far from each other. She, 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 yeah, you, got, lived- you literally lived like um, in, in L.A. Like, Rick was in the East. She was in the West. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, it was like a solid 45 minutes, sometimes an hour drive to get to her. And, you know, the thing about L.A., if you don't live here... Um, is, you know, on the map, it says 10 miles away, uh, you know, but in LA time that can take up to an hour. You know, if I was living in Saskatchewan and I was driving 10 miles away, I'd be there in 10 minutes, eh? (laughs) So to the, to the point of everything that, um, Rick is getting at it, the the traffic is back in like such a brutal way. And I want everybody to leave. Um, you know what I haven't, I've noticed. You want everyone to leave LA, get out. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the best part of LA is how easy it is to leave LA. Um, there haven't been a lot of like, um, comments or uh, reviews in the review section. So I'm going to offer two Darge coins to, uh, the first person who, um, Basically, uh, makes a really great comment. And I noticed we've got a couple two-star reviews. How the hell does this get a two-star review? We're either a five or a one. You yeah, love us or armchair, have, Yeah, who are you, the armchair who, critics out uh, there? Well, you know, I really like the timbre of Chris's voice, but the rest of the show is just trash. Like, what is it? What gives it the extra star? What is it, listener? I don't know. Why do you, do you remember, paint us? What? Do you, do you remember, did you ever see the movie Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah. So there's this great, uh, people don't know, that, that's a fantastic movie. It came out in like 2001, I believe. And uh, David Wayne, the whole crew from the state, made it. Um, there was this young kid who's a, it's all about a summer camp. And uh, 
he's always narrating. He's he has his own radio show, and he's like narrating every morning about what's going on in the camp. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the movie, they reveal that none of his uh, cables or cords were ever plugged in. He's literally <laughs> just in his cabin talking to himself. And sometimes I feel like I'm that kid. Um, I, I feel like that often. I, I, I do definitely. Um, I, I Well, yeah. I, I remember the time that I actually did the whole podcast and I didn't have it plugged into the recorder. Yeah. Um, I remember that. That was one of our first ones. I think we need to do a little uh, news corner. Can we cue MSNBC music, please? We're going to do mainstream news corner right now. Just to let you guys know what's going on. Uh, we recorded this a day ago. Uh, so this is a day late. But just wanted to fill you in just in case you wanted to get... <laughs> Get your news. <laughs> what, if you what? wanted to get your news, what I'm going to do for this what, segment what is news? I'm just going to read what MSNBC.com says right now, okay? It's a day late, so it's not up to date, but you get the drift. Uh, so first article, congrats, Ted Cruz. You now have the official worst take on critical race theory. Second article, Texas state representative reacts after Governor Abbott vetoes funding to lawmakers. It's always like bad stuff, you know. They never put the good stuff on the news. I don't know about you, if you ever. You gotta watch follow less... good. You gotta follow a good news movement if you want the good news. Nobody wants good news. That's the thing. They want the gossip. They want to talk some shit. They want. You see that espresso? That espresso's kicking in, buddy. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen's behavior is shameful. Here's why canceling her is not the answer. Okay. I want to click this link and find out why it's not the answer. I don't Let's want to know your opinion. I don't want to know your opinion. I don't care. Christy T, no, we can't no, cancel no, her. No, no, I don't want your opinion on any of I'm this. I'm not giving the opinion. I'm just reading the news about why her are you so? Why are you so worked up? <laughs> because I get like this. I get sweaty and fucking all my muscles constrict when I read the news. You don't have muscles. Uh, stop trying <laughs> Stop trying. <laughs> Stop trying to think. You. Everyone's Congrats seen what you and I. Cruz. <laughs> Is this what it's like for you every morning? You have a shot of espresso. I, I have a would shot you, of a, cut the you, music. Yeah, cut the music. I don't like you doing the music. It freaks me out. <laughs> it's like I'm there's, super no. There's just constipated. enough. There's enough. There's enough. I don't need any. I don't really care about anyone's hot takes on the news anymore. I like to Chris, look at the I'm news. Not, you don't even understand my fucking bit okay this is what happens when we don't see each other my bit is that i just read msnbc.com joke done don't even need to write <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny what um what 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 writing room if if uh mr hollywood came down and said uh chris uh you know uh, can we keep my voice make my voice sound reverberated and pitch shift it down there we go. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And give me a little uh, classic Hollywood theme music. Great. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Uh, I know you're dreaming right now. I've entered your dream state. And, oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I am Mr. Hollywood. Okay, Mr. Hollywood is my name. That's who I am. Oh, I'm Mr. Hollywood. Uh, yeah, don't talk to me until I allow you to speak. Now, you listen to me. I can grant your wish. Every star in the sky is from my eye and that's what i say every time i start this off if you could be in one writing room right now and be a writing man 
or whatever you want to be, because you could be anything you want. What would you, what writing room would you be in? God, you are Mr. Hollywood, because you're redoing my bit from 15 minutes ago, or I was the genie. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hollywood. Don't I- ever <laughs> criticize me, okay? I'm Mr. Hollywood. I put that genie bit in your mind before you even knew it. I would want to be in all of the Jurassic Park uh, sequel uh, writing rooms um, just so I could, like, weigh in and make sure that they don't, like, make silly mistakes in those movies because I feel like there's been some missteps, and I'll just leave it there, Mr. Hollywood. Okay, your wish is my command. Now we cut to a scene from Jurassic World starring Chris Pratt and the other actors and go no that's impossible i was just there claire i'm telling you she's in the cage <sighs> remember that scene that was no. a great scene that was great <laughs> the, what a i was gonna act it out i was gonna act it out but i guess you cut in like a fart sound effect or some no shit. I, we played the uh the clip from the movie yeah all right actual, did you, do you remember that movie i do i have problems with it yeah it's all about the first one I, yeah, but, real, the first one is, I was talking to someone about this movie the other day, and they were saying that they they still watch it, and how amazing, who was it? I was talking to someone, it doesn't matter who I was talking to, but... Uh, sure. Probably was yeah. me. It, it is, um, yeah, that movie is like my favorite of all time, Jurassic Park. It's uh, 1993, it's incredible. Like I, how, dude, it's, it's the best. It's just like... Q Jurassic Park theme while you talk about thank this. You, thank yes. you, yes. I yeah. just want to say that the tone of that first movie... See, this is what I like about it that I don't like a lot of, about a lot of current movies is they right. don't take the um, the time to set Excuse up... Excuse me. You're welcome. Like, all the early Spielberg movies took time to set up the environment and the world. And yeah. I feel like a lot of current movies, unless you get into maybe some indies, they don't set up the world with you know, some beautiful long shots, environment yeah. shots. You get a real tone for certain movies that I don't feel like I get in most modern cinema. Spielberg, um, like, allows you to breathe in the world that he creates. I mean... Yeah. Well, can we just all agree? I don't... You know, he's a, he's older now. He's not He's not going to make the, the hits that he made when he was younger. I'll still watch a Spielberg movie, but he's the best filmmaker. I mean... I even, just I even have to say like greatest I, filmmaker. I didn't love Ready Player One, but you definitely <laughs> I had fun. Yeah, you still get the sense of a, a Spielberg world. Yeah, you still were like allowed to live in that world. He's still he's yeah. really great at building those worlds and then letting you be in them. And he there's a great amount of like trust and care yeah. when you're watching. I feel like um you know, I'm a little kid and I'm in my bed and uh, someone's reading me a bedtime story. I mean, that's Spielberg. He's reading you that bedtime story. When you were doing Zendog, when you were making Zendog, yeah. um, how complicated was it when you were building out your world? Because like, we'll make like sketches, right? And it's kind of easy, like, because the task at hand is really just to make like something beautiful, something funny, and making sure that it makes sense. And and it's a little, I, in my mind, there's a lot of work that goes into three minutes, for example. Yep. But when you're making a feature, how complicated is it, like Zendog, to keep your theme alive throughout the whole thing? I mean, I think what, ha- you know, what basically happens is because you're working on it for so long, 
Okay. It takes it takes years to make a movie that, you know, in development and in the writing process and then inevitably in the preparation process when you're working with your, you know, the crew heads, like your production designer and your DP and, um, you know, it's really the relationship that you have with the DP and when you're rehearsing with the actors, you're, you're constantly orbiting a singular idea of what this thing is. Right. You know, so I think the, the world building will just kind of that tone will come out in every decision you make because you're orbiting that central theme, you know, for months and months prior. Um, you know, with Zendog, we made it very much on a shoestring budget and we took advantage of, uh, you know, America because we shot it from San Francisco to New York. So, you know, we couldn't get as finely detailed with some of our production design and complicated camera moves. But that being said, like everyone, right. I think as long as your crew and your cast and you all have that family feeling and everyone feels like a family and you have a central idea, you're all going to be on the same page kind of building that, uh, you know, well, you do a good thing. job in that movie. I, the one takeaway shot for me always is when they have the kind of psychedelic car. And oh, yeah. It breaks down next to the farm. And yes. that that embodies the movie for me in some regards because it's this like hybrid scene between like the road trip continuing, um, there being like a major problem, but then there, you're also like organically in America. So yeah. like, there's a lot of like actuality of the movie happening in that sequence to me. Like, all the other scenes are great, um, right. but I just I, I remember being like, "Oh wow, this was like kind of it," um, just because I, I knew you as a friend while you were making it and, and all of the post stuff. So that was a funny scene because in the script the car was required to break down as part of the the narrative, and then in real life, like prior to getting that sh shot set up, we had our lead actor Kyle Gallner and our lead actress Celia Diane. They were driving the picture car to the location we were about to meet them at um and the actual car broke down because mm. it ran out of gas and you know we had a lot of moments like that while making the movie where these there were these very heavy coincidences that would happen like all the time to the point where you know everyone noticed them and i always find that when coincidences are happening when you're making something or any time in life, it's like a little um, wink or a, a nudge from the universe, kind of showing you right. you're on you're on the right path and you're like part of this thing. I mean, well, yeah, I'm I'm not I I totally believe that there's something happening in this reality. I I'm not an atheist by any means to be like, oh, there's nothing. It's just. It's yeah. just the, it's just you know it's just what it is. Just Adam spinning around, and it's like okay, it's there's some, there's magic happening all the time. It's just whether or not you want to tune into it or not, you know. Well, if you haven't seen Zendog, go check it out because that's Rick's. Uh, that's Put Rick's plug. Yeah, yeah, that's Rick's uh, baby. That's his. My, that's his first feature, and it's a really, really good first feature. First, yeah, it's. Uh, thank you. It's. Um, it taught me a lot of things. It kind of recalibrated. It kind of made me focus on comedy, you know, and this is not funny what I'm saying right here, but it, it helped me um, figure out the things I like. I think... Uh, Cue fart sound effect. You know what? I might have a real fart. Hold on. Let me try it again. No, 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 no. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Did you hear that? <laughs> Let's get okay. This was getting too serious of a podcast. I want to plug that I'm going to be at the Mandrake uh, Mandrake Bar this uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be uh, I'm going to be DJing uh, there on Wednesday night. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Wait, that's where uh, that was Hillary and I's first date was at the Mandrake Bar. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you that? really going to be DJing? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to do What's my. Time? I'm going to do noise pollution radio there. Um, at uh, I'm going to be doing it at uh, ten to eleven on Wednesday night. I might have to come out and see you. Maybe you will. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, Does it cost money? No, no, it's free. It's free if you want to come see me do my other radio show, Noise Pollution. I will be there. That's uh, fun. That's wait. That's that's big news because you've been doing noise pollution in your place for like over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. On IG Live. So, Do you yeah. think you're going to go back to KXLU at some point? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think when um, I think when school gets back in semester in the fall, I think we're all going back up there. So cool, nice. It will be very good. Um, but um, <coughs> let's do this conspiracy uh, let's go. corner. All right, cue the music. All right, great. What do we so got? So everyone today? knows I can pick any word, and Rick will find a conspiracy on it. Yep. And I believe I chose. Was it Saran wrap? Reynolds wrap? You chose Saran Wrap. Saran Wrap. There's not much for Saran Wrap. So, um, basically, what I was able to uh, uncover was something that um, surrounded uh, Hillary Duff. Okay. Um, so, once again, I don't come up with these conspiracies. The whole point of this is not for me to think of what I think. It's just for me to report. So, don't tell me shit. This isn't me. Uh, but Hillary Duff uh, gotten some hot water with the internet community of conspiracy theorists about a year ago. Uh, so I'll read you the thing. Actress Hillary Duff under scrutiny for strange video she shared showing various photos of family, quote unquote, accidentally showing a photo of her young son naked and tied down in saran wrap of some sort, looking scared or worried. Uh, so yeah, people are like, why is that okay? Why is it online? That's not a normal thing. Uh, people that are showing their children are typically showing them in a park or at a birthday or at Disneyland. They don't usually show them tied up in saran wrap. I don't think this conspiracy really is about the company saran wrap. Um, but if you want to go deeper into getting off the, uh, the weird imagery Hillary Duff is doing, then uh, we can talk about maybe the fact that saran wrap has become normalized and uh you know plastic leeches into products uh you know if you're drinking water out of plastic bottles probably not a good thing because the plastic will leach into the water you're going to be drinking uh plastic basically and then we got the plastics in the ocean the microplastics that the fishery and, and then everything we what eat the hell are you talking what the hell are you talking about saran wrap doesn't break down it lasts i'm gonna look this up really quick keep the music going we're still going with this conspiracy because the one i have sucks how long does it take for you saran can't wrap keep, does you can't it dig take for other for saran wrap to decompose saran wrap 
yeah, to decompose. Let's just tell you that we all use saran wrap to keep your fucking vegetables nice and fresh. But let me tell you something. All right, cue the music. We're getting saran, done here. It's been cued. Saran wrap takes, oh my God, no, 1,000 years to decompose. You don't need saran wrap, people. That's the conspiracy. We're polluting the planet. Cut the music. All right. You're, he just tired me out with that conspiracy. I get literally <laughs> drained when I listen to conspiracies sometimes because my brain doesn't you can't work. Handle it. I you can't live handle in a little it. like cotton cloud candy land in the I sky. I do not live in a cotton cloud where candy everyone land. Everyone drives soap bubbles and says, "I do Hello. not live in this land." <laughs> and energy is free. And look, I do not live in this cotton. When someone pulls out a gun, it turns into a chocolate bar and then they eat it and says I'm so sorry <laughs> what was that episode of the Simpsons oh my god yeah it was uh, so with, good with the chocolate land Martin and goes to eats, chocolate rant. yeah, yeah uh, Homer he, goes to the world made of chocolate yeah he eats uh, uh, cue that clip <laughs> <laughs> yeah very oh, good oh man good. that's good all right. Uh, well, it's well, been uh, it's been fun. What do you, what's your week looking like as we're wrapping this up? We got the uh, we got the music going. What what are you doing? Anything fun? Oh, you're you're going to be DJing at the Mandrake on Wednesday. Okay, DJing at the Mandrake. Show up. Yep. And um, and then if uh, you uh, if you show up to that bar, uh, say promo code uh, Chris Candy at the bar, they'll give you a free martini. No, 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 no,